Hello? Who's that? Huh? Who's that? Huh? Oh, it's the internet. Thank God it's you. Uh, okay, what? You probably want to listen to a podcast? Well, here we go. Welcome to season 86, episode one of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production yeah. of iHeartRadio. And y'all already know, it's a podcast where we take a deep look into America's weird old fucked up brain and say off the rip, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. That's controversial, Miles. I know. Wow. I know. It's Monday, June 10th. 2019. My name is Miles Gray, aka Here Comes the Hot Stepper. Murderer. I'm the Daily Zeitgeister. Murderer. Excuse me, Mr. Officer. Murderer. Please don't harass me because I'm black. Murderer. I had to just kind of miss, uh, edit the last part. Just when, I, when I said, excuse me, Mr. Officer, it didn't feel right to say, still live in Miles Gray. Please stop harassing me. Uh, yes, I'm. no, I'm not on probation. No, I don't have a gun, which is what the first question they always ask you. And also, why'd you? Why are you in this part of town? Because I live here. Okay, bye. Uh, that AKA comes from Sabrina Mancuso. At Sabrina Mancuso. Ooh, good name. Good, good, good Italian name. Sabrina Mancuso. Hey, I love you. You know where are you from? Let me know. Oh wait, Italian Argentinian, fluent in Franklish and Spanish Italian. Just looking at her bio. Oh. I'm looking at her bio. Are you bios on there? I just had to right now. She has an Italian flag, an Argentinian flag, and a Canadian flag. Oh. I like I like when you're you're like enjoying someone's Twitter profile and then you go and then the bio is like Wanderlust. Right. <laughs> Hufflepuff. Like Hufflepuff. Just, a, there is a short th- circuit. My blood pressure bursts out. Yeah, bursts out of my body. That <laughs> if you're yeah you like Starbucks like struggling Starbucks addict. <laughs> <laughs> in recovery. In recovery. I'm doing well. Uh, join me on my journey. Uh, and I'm sure you already recognize that voice because uh, Jack right. He is on assignment right now, yes. still looking for, he found the Crocs he was looking for, but now yes. there's some Tevas he said that there was a collab with Coors Light Tevas that he was he looking for. He sends these walls of text and I'm like, I yeah. can be there. Yeah, it's just fine. like send up the bad signal. Continue on your journey. Thank you so Mr. much. Mr. O'Brien. Well, that is my guest co-host, you already know. The one and only, the legendary <laughs> Yami Loftus, Jamie Loftus. AKA Big Little Loftus? Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. Figured I'd try it out. Okay, here comes the. Or song you mean though. really, AKA? What? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's back to text in comedy. <laughs> she must confess. Zamboni. <laughs> Zamboni. Dentist sneezing into hacking lines takes all the time. Ooh. Third guest, Jamie on that guys. So there wow. You go. Drop the fucking bomb on that one. Thank you. Went all the way up into my nasal passages for that one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Whew. Okay. That I feel I'm blessed. Also, you had a little bit of range there. I was not ready for that. Thank you. I had a solo in eighth grade. Oh shit. Well. Uh, <laughs> and don't you forget it. <laughs> I, I will never ever forget. That it. was from Taylor Lang at Listen to Blazer. At so, Listen to Blazer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fine. I'll read her bio. Let's see what it is. <laughs> Multi-instrumentalist, singer-songwriter, terrible dancer. Love it. Oh, great. You know what? I accept it. As long as you know what you're good at and what you're not so good at. If you're, if it's devoid of wanderlust, I'm open. Um. Well, we are joined. It's yes. an honor to Ooh. be joined so by uh, just a legendary, uh, hilarious person, comedian, <laughs> yes. writer, podcaster, with a podcast that, you know... A legendary podcast, dare way, I say. Way better than ours. Come on. It's Jack's favorite podcast. Jack's and he's really favorite mad he's podcast. Not here. And you know what? That's just how the universe works sometimes. Yeah. Please, please welcome 
Our guest today, Mr. Matt Rogers. Wow. Hi. 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 Truly, how are you guys? Very good. good. It seems like you guys are good. The energy is crack-a-lacking. Yeah, we have. We like to do it like that. All and three honestly, of us have cold brew crack. <laughs> we all do, and and I I look forward to in the next 10, 15 minutes this getting to be like too much. There, yes. Good, because good, good. and can we talk about these? I don't want to say the brand. I don't want to like no, you know no, put we, anyone on blast. No, we no. do. We say the brand. We say brands. Okay, here. so this is Kirkland Signature <laughs> Cold Brew Coffee. We're drinking 100% Colombian. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we. There, it's shocking to the first taste. It's just not the I, what. It, I, but I know it's gonna work. It's really it strong. Is. What were you expecting? I'm feeling it. I don't know, and I don't know ever know what I expect when I start drinking cold brew. Right. But I know what's gonna happen every time is I will become a killing machine, a la Scarlett Johansson <laughs> and Lucy. Oh, like shit. you know how like in that movie she used like 100 percent of her brain. Yeah. That is me when I'm on cold brew. But like using 100 percent of my brain means I'm like even more aggressively like a gay dumb idiot. But like it's, well, I'm gonna it's check fine. in with you from Turn time to time no, to no, see no. how much your brain. So well, what are we at right now? You at two percent brain function? Right well, now? I'm. Uh, I, uh, let's say I'm at like a 14%. Oh, shit, I think okay. it's about wow. to kick in. Also, I want to just say your resonance when you were singing mm-hmm. was really huge. That was amazing. That was great. Thank and I'm you. really envious of you right now because my voice sounds like a frog log. <gasps> because last night I was at the Troy Sivan Charlie XCX concert screaming, yes. screaming, 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 screaming. Uh, where was that? It was at the Will Turn. Ooh. Wow. And the last it. time I had been at the Will Turn, I saw the Countess Luann. Mm-hmm. Oh. From Real Housewives of New York. Wow. Money just can't buy you class. And it can't. There no. <laughs> Love that song, though. The, you can't say she doesn't speak truth. Who no. has the best song of all the Housewives? Mm. Did you like Kim's, well, Kim's track? I would see... I wasn't that down for Kim's track. I think that it's actually an unfair comparison because Erica Jane is like a real pop star. Yeah. yeah. So well, no, I think Erica, you can't, you can't we have she's to. Done she she's done. how many fucks do I need? Yeah. And I <laughs> am obsessed song. with That's that. That's such yeah. a good song. That's a real banger. Though. There are, she has so many bangers, but I will say Chic, C'est la vie, c'est bon, c'est bon. Yeah. By mm-hmm. the Countess Luann is, and when it, when it played at the Will Turn, and I'm telling you, it was like, it was like, it was like Bon Jovi was playing like Living on a Prayer. Wow. It was truly like the place exploded. We were like, chic, say la vie. Everyone, like every 45-year-old woman and gay 20-year-old uh, there twink. Was it, was it like, her? Was it her show? It was her. It was Well, the show is called The Countess and Friends. Okay. okay. So you know she brings out her friends. Yeah. yeah. And the, I don't know. I was know clear she friends. didn't know any of them. <laughs> right. So, and you know who's done her show? Catherine Cohen. No way. Has opened for her. And so it's like, That's friend so is very loose. I think they've had a... A half a conversation. That's, I mean, that's a good fit, though. Very that's good amazing. fit. Amazing. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better. Get to know me. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Uh, right now, you said fourteen percent brain function. Right <laughs> well, now? I'm now at seventeen. Oh shit. Okay. What wow. happened was we said Countess Luann, and my and bro- my blood started running quicker. <laughs> yeah. So now the cold brew is running Getting through, through my your veins. system. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll update you guys. I'll update it. you guys. All right. Well, let's talk a little okay. bit about what we're gonna get into. First of all, Jamba yes. Juice, new <gasps> look, new you. Yes. We'll get into that. What mm. that entails. Not that much. <laughs> but you know, I like to keep my eye on these brands. You really, yeah. I mean, you insisted on this one. Yeah, because I only go to you know dining establishments that are available anywhere in the United States. Yeah. Right. So right, I right. never feel alone. I hate small. If business, I can't get I'll it, say. if I can't get it off of uh, you know a shopping mall in Barstow, then mm-hmm. I'm not fucking with it. You yeah. know where I electric scootered last night <gasps> after the concert? Wait, what brand of scooter? Um, I don't know. I had <gasps> never done this before. We found it on the show. You're like, I don't know. I just pushed somebody I off. I was it. with my friend. <laughs> I just fucking, I well, killed someone last yeah. night with a scooter. Um, um, I was with my friend Jared, and we were after the concert, we were hungry, and he like found these electric scooters. I didn't even know this was a thing. Right. Um, it's not a thing in New York, but you no. can electric scooter everywhere in LA, I guess. And yes. we electric scootered to Denny's at one in the morning. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
And this morning I found my first two gray hairs, which I think is the universe saying, okay, bitch. It connected. Stop. Yeah. Like we can't be electric scootering we to Denny's at 1 a.m. At 1 a.m. Yeah. We're not that... 14. Oh, God. I, get, I used to work near like a college and I would get hit by electric scooters all the time. Very no. gentle bump. Oh. Gentle bump, really. No complaints. I like it. Oh, you didn't just like clothesline somebody after? No, no, no. Dude, watch where the fuck you going. It's just Man, 19 year olds late to their scooters midterms. in New York will get you. I'm, I feel like the people in New York would just kill you. No, forget it. It, it shouldn't happen. It. We also shouldn't have city bike, but that's a whole traffic oh. lane thing. Yeah. Ugh. Get it together, de Blasio. <sighs> Don't get me started. <laughs> get to fix the MTA yeah, first. Get de Blasio running for president. It's like our city is melting. Right. <laughs> Every person in New York's like, why the fuck is he going to run for president? It's... He can't even get the fucking city together. <laughs> it is the funniest thing. And also when they announced on The View like that he was like running for president, they couldn't even do the segment because they were laughing too hard. <laughs> Everyone in the audience was like, are you fucking kidding? It was so funny. Um, oh, we're also going to talk about some tales of just, just Democrat fucking up shit not in the good way type stories like come the fuck on yeah democratic leadership what the fuck are y'all doing exhausting uh checking in with barbara streisand and her clone dogs Mm. uh, because it's always a fun story this is a story that jamie specifically wanted to discuss because you were on matt Mm -hmm. about this jezebel list of terrible actors are they or aren't they i'm so excited to get into this yeah and uh, this is the perfect guest and then a little bit update on the poor unfortunate soul who decided to lean across Beyonce's lap and oh got my. the Get fucking hive. Uh, but first, Matt, what's something from your search history that reveals a little bit about who you are? So I just mentioned The View. That is because I watch The View every day. So I don't really do Google search history as much as I go to my YouTube and I kind of refresh it to see what their recommends. The new recommendations for yes. me sure. are and it's always like what's happened on the view that day and also like this is insane but construction progress on theme park attractions oh i get theme park attraction stuff too i'm very into roller coaster youtube oh can you for, tell people you watch, what they, did yes. somebody tweet at you i remember someone tweeted at you said what's that channel that you watch to fall asleep to oh, tell I people watch, right now i watch defunct land <gasps> i love watch, defunct land isn't it great yeah i, I love, love it, it. i'm There's, so embarrassed to admit it but i've been like i think everyone watches no it. we're in a community together okay, okay good. and i would say that everyone should come out Ugh. everyone needs to come <laughs> what out is of the defunct closet land? so basically it's like so you it 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 looks at it's like a series a video channel that looks at like old theme park attractions okay and it gets into the history of them and yeah. then it kind of just like talks about how they were developed and why they didn't work or like what's what the story is with sure, them sure. yeah it's it's pretty cool like i there's yeah. like a you know what old theme park attraction I'm obsessed with? Which one? It's called Alien Encounter. It was in the Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland. Yes. So this was like, um, and you can really go down a rabbit hole about <laughs> this particular theme park attraction. Oh, this is insane that I'm getting into this, but it was a terrifying experience uh-huh. in Tomorrowland mm-hmm. in the Magic Kingdom, which is very much a park for children. But they made a risk and they were like, we want to do a scary thing. And so they were going to make a theme park attraction based on the movie Alien. Oh, f- so the fucking movie Alien yes. they made a ride after? Yes, because Disney was attached to it. And so um, they ended up sort of doing it and they realized, no, this is going to be way too scary. So they kind of made like an alternate version of it, yeah. which no one knew but was the most terrifying thing ever. It's got a pre-show that has Tyra Banks. 
yes. which is my favorite thing about it. <laughs> um, and then you basically go into this circular room and they put a restraint on you. And the ride, the it's a like a show really, but you're strapped into a chair. Oh my God. And so what they claim that they're going to do is they're going to show you like a teleportation. They're going to like beam in someone from another galaxy into the space. And it's a fucking alien. And it's it, the mistake that, the thing that goes awry is it's a vicious alien. And then they do that sort of sensory stuff where you can feel it breathing on your oh, neck and shit. sliming on you. It's and terrifying. literally someone dies in it and blood sprays. And this is in the Magic Kingdom. Wow. So this was an attraction in the 90s, and they eventually shut it down because of guest complaints. But it's like a beloved um, theme park attraction um, in for a certain type of person yeah. who like is gagged that they ever would do that. Right, right, but right. But they, they, I believe Defunctland did a series they on did. it. did, yeah. I'm like waiting. I'm waiting for their, them to make a video about the Aerosmith roller coaster. Absolutely. Because I like... Well, that still stands. Yes. yes. Where is that? I love the Hollywood Aerosmith. Studios. I love it. It's such a Damn. good roller coaster. See, I haven't been to any of those Orlando theme parks. You must go because they have been revolutionized in the past 10 yeah, years. Yeah, right. I mean, That's you go there and they are, it's just like, you can't believe, first of all, the production value, honey. Mm-hmm. It is Mama. a show. It is, is you are thoroughly entertained and you must go see the Harry Potter stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. Oh, wait. I've got, yeah, I've got a season pass mile so I can get discounted passes if you ever want to come. Wow. Are you going to weird flex, but okay. Are you going to go to Galaxy's Edge? Yes. So that's current events as well. Yeah. Galaxy's Edge is now open. I'm I'm trying to restrain myself because I will spend $7,000 in there. I mean, off the strength of everything. I'll go to theme parks that I don't care about the IP it's based on. Like, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I really. Really want to go to like immersive absolutely yeah. Yeah. no for me that's so like good. a full fever dream because i'm like a, a theme park person and a star wars person oh so God. i'm like really freaking out and also this ride that they're going to open later in the year called rise of the resistance yeah. is apparently mm-hmm. like out of control I, I started reading the first half of the description and yeah. i had to stop because i'm like okay this is already pushing the boundaries of what a ride is yeah, yeah. and yeah. i also don't want to experience i don't want to spoil it for myself because I know if I'm actually experiencing it firsthand, I probably will just faint. Well, it's allegedly almost 20 minutes long. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's more than one style of ride. Yes. You change vehicles. I'm so Which has never been done. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Did you hear about the Kylo Ren animatronic? No. No. Wow. Like full Adam Driver? Like, no. I know. That's why I stopped. Adam Driver (laughs) that is going to come all the way up to you, honey. No. And 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 try to kill you. I... Oh fuck that. <laughs> and there are life-size AT-ATs. Right. The, the second that I Adam read, driver has been immortalized in this way. Right. It's insane, it's... and it doesn't make sense. I saw the first time we ever saw him, he like came on Lena Dunham, and it's... now he is the Star Wars villain. Yeah. He is. It's so. I I watched. We're we're doing an episode on today, and I was like, oh, he was in fucking that movie too, in yes. Fedora the whole time, and you're just like. Five years later. Right. He Five literally rose to fame as a, the weirdest fuckboy in Brooklyn. <laughs> and now he is the villain of Star Wars. He is in a Disney attraction forever. I yeah. look forward to a very thoughtful essay on that one day. Listen, how, I might how, write it today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I keep drinking this cold brew. I know. I'm, I'm at, I'm really at 36% right now. Oh, so shit. You're going to fucking uh, not even, unbe- you're not even going to understand the book I, I write. It's going to be too smart. <laughs> it's going to be a genius essay on. Galaxy Brain. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, Matt, what's something that's underrated? Okay, what's underrated is the new Katy Perry song "Never Really Over," okay. because it is I, it is everywhere anyway for me. It is an earworm, but it is not the number one song in the country, and that is why it's underrated. I'm telling you, I couldn't have thought someone was more dead in this town than Katy Perry. Like <laughs> her going to American Idol was so sad, and I was just like, "That's crazy that you can be truly Katy Perry, biggest pop star in the world," and then like. Whatever happened with that last album, Witness? Right, like that was like a that was like it was like what everyone goes through in eighth grade happened with her and her pop star life. You know what I mean? It was like that that awkward phase. Oh, is that the album that has Swish Swish Bitch? Swish, which actually is a bop. That's a good one. Yeah, Yeah. I fuck with that one. And I actually fuck with Bon Appetit too. Bon Bon Appetit, baby. Me go. Yeah, I kind of fuck with both those songs, but the rest of the album is ridiculous. But this song is. I like it. It is phenomenal. And the second part of the chorus where it's like, just because I don't doesn't mean it's really ever ready, but they get I was just like, this is the next level. The video's great. She looks great. I'm like, wow, back from the dead. It's. I feel like there's like a lot of like former pop queens that are getting creamed right now. Like mm. the new Taylor Swift uh, single well, underperformed, which I, I mm, hated that song. I really don't like it. It's too broad. <sighs> too can't. broad. That's it's what it is. too fucking broad. I'm like, what is genre? What the fuck is he doing? It's like a step backwards. She's done it before. Yeah. And Brent and Brendan Urie doesn't belong there. I just what? Okay. Wow. I actually think Everyone's if it was getting... only Brendan Urie, then better. I would like it more. Yeah, probably. Right? I don't know. I mean, no one can no one can beat Old Town Road is the thing. Yeah, it's a well, novelty yeah. hit of because a generation. Because it's also like the new Baby Shark because kids, little kids are fucking with it so hard that too. Video the, of yes, the I was going to say the yeah. video of them bopping yeah. along. Mm. You could even tell his mind was when he's like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. It's like, let it go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bull riders and boobies, I mean, that's baby. really, I think that's yeah. like the sweet spot. If you just want to own the fucking charts, it's like, it's something that just sort of straddles all these sort of age demographics too because yeah. the lyrics aren't like too complex or fucked up that you you wouldn't feel bad playing your, playing it for your kid. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. the Billy Ray Cyrus version because you know some right. shit. Talking about Fendi sports bras. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, man. Fuck. Fantasy sports bras. You're just like, Jesus yeah, I'm like, Christ. All right. It's In your so crazy. Yeah. To watch Stop. kids sing some of these songs. Yeah. And then you realize that was us too. Like, what were we, 14 singing Dirty by Christina Aguilera? Oh, being, yeah. being like little sluts. Like, yeah, I was like, I, I was like breaking singing. my back in my backyard while Dirty was on. Like, my mother was like, okay, that's. <laughs> That's what we like. We're calling the chiropractor. Yeah, something's wrong with your spine. I remember being seven, and like when I was seven, I would tie a literal bandana around my torso and Uh be like, "It's a shirt." Yeah, my mom would be like, "Like you know, her brain would fall out." And we're all wondering as to why the world is broken. And I'm just like, "Why isn't my body like that anymore?" I used to be able to tie a bandana, (laughs) and I could Uh, go to lunch. (laughs) What's something you think is overrated? Okay. So still on the theme of music, mm-hmm. like I look at the charts and I assume I'm going to see Never Really Over like at number one because everyone right. I know has listened to it on repeat. I myself have only listened to it, no other music. Mm-hmm. But then I see that Billie Eilish is still on top of the charts and then I realized yeah. how huge Billie Eilish is. And this is kind of like when I realized I'm a little bit older now, like I'm not like liking what the kids are liking. Right. It's this kind – Billie Eilish herself is not overrated. I think that what Billie Eilish represents in terms of this kind of sleepy, spooky pop star, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over it. And I think the reason I like the Katy Perry song so much is because it's, like, emotional. Right. I miss, like, big emotion in songs. I miss feeling something when I listen to pop music. Like, truly, I miss the days when there were big-ass ballads on yeah. the radio. I miss My Heart Will Go On being overplayed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely. Like, I just want to listen to music because the point of music is 
is that music heightens the emotions. And I don't know if it says something about where our country is at, right. that we all want to feel dead. Yeah. But like, I just hope that, you know, with hope, hopefully like political, social, and cultural changes going forward, yeah. um, we can speak that into the atmosphere, knock on wood, mm-hmm. that we kind of go back to like feeling. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it's it's that attitude, like sort of the sleepy kind of thing. Like I don't dislike Camila Cabello, but she is this kind of like I'm asleep yeah. thing. Yeah. Like Ariana Grande is kind of doing it now, but she's so like sort of manic that she is emotional she in some of her songs. She sounds at least awake, yeah. yeah. Right, I just miss like, you know, Getting it. Do you think I, she's an industry plant too? I Ariana? No, no, no. no Billy. Oh, Billy. Um, everyone's like, everyone's like, where the fuck does she come from? I yeah. She, um, well, like last. Okay, like last year, I was on something on Super Deluxe with her. Like it's, it's like. Yeah, the, she's blown. Mm-hmm. She is up. like come out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. I mean, it, which is fine. Like she had a big, fo- she has a big following for a while, but I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there is some sort of like. And this is like no reflection on her politics. I'm sure she's not pro-Trump, but like a Trumpian pop star of just like a pop star for dystopia feels right, it's like, kind of fuck. like the vibe. Right. I also, I mean, Anna, we're talking about yesterday how yeah, she she makes us feel old. She makes me feel old as fuck too, because I'm I, for the first time I'm like, there, she's the kind of vibe. If like I saw her in a food court with her friends at the mall, I'd be like, see, this is what's wrong with these kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, absolutely. I would be like, I don't want to sit near them. I'd be She's like, who are her, uh, where are her parents? Yeah, was, where are her parents? Why was she wearing? She was. She was are born, you an extra from Tank Girl? Girl she was what born is this? three months after 9-11. We were just like, that who is, was born that after 9-11? That says a lot. She was born three months after 9-11? Post. Get out. She is post 9-11. You can't be yet. <laughs> Billie Eilish's post is a post 9-11 thing. Post Malone <laughs> featuring post 9-11. Post 9-11. But also, like, imagine only knowing a world where that has happened. That's why. I mean, we're going to have to get used to it because yeah. they're, they're like adults. They're no. coming. It's weird. Yeah, Dude. and I feel bad for like the Gen Z kids because they look up to millennials who like we're dead inside. So then they think this. Are they doing the version where the, we're kind of have this nihilism in our generation right, where like right. it's trickling down to them and they're doing their version? Like, okay, so they're sort of like dead. There's to a, a lot certain about, extent. The thing is, like yeah. Billie Eilish is music. I like it. I mm-hmm. Like I, I think she's talented. She's yeah. super talented. Yeah, nothing against the music. The music yeah. is good. The the I don't quite understand the image. And I'm hoping it just ends up being an industry plant. And I'm, it's not that I'm well, old. Well, th- but there is that wave, though, and I see it a lot. Like yeah. I know people in the game too right now who are doing this like emo gutter kid vibe. When it's yeah, like you yeah, grew yeah. up fine. Like that's the thing. Also, that's like thing this is, isn't it's you. crusty punkish. It's an aesthetic. You just yeah. put this uniform on. Billie Eilish is like a well-off white girl and yes. always has been. Right. Like, yeah. So I mean, not that that negs any, but it just I don't know. It feels planty. Hey, do whatever you want. Rock your big ass jeans and chains and shit. Look like a raver I used to make fun of when I was in eighth grade. Yeah. But, you, you know, know she's I, got the Jinkos. Yeah. Right. I do think there is something positive about someone who is not clearly not sexualized by the industry being yes. this powerful. I think that there is a lot to that. And mm-hmm. I think I'm happy to see that. But um, it feels like an extreme in the other direction where I'm like, Ooh, okay, what's. Or their research mm-hmm. has led them to like, actually, kids are, aren't really responding to the sex thing anymore. Yeah. They want like weird. Oh, well, because like, we don't fuck anymore. That's yeah. like a thing. It's like, we're yeah. not, we're not like, I think we might be the last generation that's like, sex is something that really is prioritized in. The last horny generation. No. Yeah. It's like, well, how, what's, how many retweets I get? 
Yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, my ED medication. That is that is so crazy. Like I, people get hornier looking at their computers now than they do each right, other exactly. because they look at their computer and they think, "Oh, I get off because of that, because of uh, porn or whatever." Or like mm-hmm. honestly, retweets. Yeah, <laughs> you look at your cell phone, you get a fucking chub. You're like, ooh, ooh, uh, yeah, I, was like, I feel that way. Yeah. You're like, damn, 800 likes in 14 minutes. No, okay. it's very, it's a very real thing. We that. are very sad. Ooh, <laughs> preach We're on. Sad. And Mr. Matt, we need on the chart. What is a <laughs> what's a myth? What's something people get wrong that you're like, no, nah, I need to I need to hip y'all to the truth. Okay, so guess what? Mm. Might have misunderstood the assignment. Okay, <laughs> I wrote down Bloody Mary. Okay, wow. Go I think on. that if you go in to the bathroom, close uh-huh. the door, and shut the lights. Yes. If you say Bloody Mary three times, mm-hmm. she won't come. That bitch isn't well, showing Well, hold on. Up. Well, that's a fucking hot ass take. No, man. she's not Listen, coming. I have a lot of sleepovers that would indicate. Otherwise, do, do you have a lot of dead friends? There is, yeah, all my friends are dead. Push me to the isn't edge. that isn't that a yeah? It's like that's a song that's a basically the Billie Eilish album. Oh, yeah, you talking about Lil Uzi Vert? Uh, I, what? No, I was. Just saying I don't really care if you cry. All my friends are dead. Push right. me to the edge. That one? <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about that one. I was oh. talking about, but I know the one you're talking <laughs> oh, about. Oh my bad. I think that I think that I'm Lil always Uzi trying Vert, to get Lil Uzi Vert in here all the time. <laughs> all my friends are dead. That's like pulled from like a shitty like novelty book at Urban Outfitters. Too. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 also yeah. just the line isn't very original no. as as prose. Yeah. All my friends are dead. Sorry, uh, Bloody Mary. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Really are all your friends dead? Yes. Okay. Well, well okay. then. Is so, it... what do you say about that, Matt? Yeah. Well, I first of all, I don't. I can't source that. I don't. Also, know. can I check <laughs> in? Be lying. Uh, what's your brain capacity at right now? What are oh, we I'm at a, I'm at a full twenty four. Oh wow. shit! Yeah, we're shooting okay. up. Okay. We're wow. okay. shooting okay. up. I'm, I'm incredibly smart right now because of this cold <laughs> brew from Kirkland Signature. Um, but this is what I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. The story goes, mm-hmm. if you go in there and um, execute this saying of the, the of the name three times and the door is shut, you look in the mirror, et cetera, she will come kill you or she will come spook you? I don't know. I just thought she <clears throat> showed up. I didn't know if well, there was what a does she do? kill. I think that it, it, it's <laughs> what does she do? What's your aim? What's your goal here? Like, are you a murderer? I think the whole thing is unclear. I think that we need to really get down to brass tacks about what it is to expect when we do this. And I was thinking like, Literally, I was like, well, maybe we should just do it. One of us should go in the bathroom, shut the door, and do that. But then I was like, literally thought of doing it, and I was too scared. I won't mm. do it. I won't so do it. So is it real? Then, And I don't want either of you to do it. Well, I would never do it alone, ever. Ever. Really? Well, I think no. that, and that's another thing, is it's like, if you go in there with someone else, <laughs> will she come? Or because she knows she's going to be outnumbered. Right. Oh. But this is also existing in a world where she's like an omnipresent thing, like, sorry, God, where she's always watching and knows uh-huh. there are more people than her in the bathroom. God. I don't know. See, I, I think that the only, if I would only do it alone and I would like, if I, if I had like had a knife, which is, I would end stab up, a ghost. Though. I would end up stabbing That's myself. That's the thing. You can't, how do you kill a ghost? How do you kill them? They're dead. You you, famously, ghosts are already dead. I what? Yeah, <laughs> kill them. Exactly. It's one of the, it's one of the well, things about them. We should start oh, a new podcast. It. It's like cereal, but we get to the bottom of this Bloody, Bloody Mary, Mary nonsense. Honestly, I'm happy I brought it up and I'm happy I misunderstood the What answer. is your Mary, goal, yeah. Bloody Mary? <laughs> <laughs> come face me, you coward. They were like, we need to debate me. Debate me, coward. Come in here and disprove a myth. And I was like, Bloody Mary. Mary, yes. <laughs> like it. a cultural myth. Like, Top myths. <laughs> well, do you know what else I thought, which has already been debunked? Do you know the myth that is if you douche with a Coke bottle, you won't get pregnant? 
I've never heard that. What? No. I heard a myth, and this has been debunked on another television show that I watched in middle school, which is how I remember this. It's one of those things that like you watch at one time during a formative age, and you never forget it. Right, right, right. I can't remember truly anyone's name that I met yesterday. Um, but it said that after you have sex, if you have sex and something happens, like you have a little oopsie where yeah. you know or the condom breaks or, or you just raw dog it. Or someone shoots up the club, yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> you can douche with a Coke bottle and the caffeine will kill the sperm and you don't get pregnant. Wow. And, and women apparently were doing this. I, what I mean, Coke never ceases to come up with incredible marketing tactics. See, it's a, it's a cure all for everything. This is like yeah. a guerrilla marketing tactic where they're, they're like, <laughs> just they're not they're not necessarily putting it on billboards, but they are whispering into people's ears. It is in our pop music subliminally, right? Yes. Ugh. That's, Coke <laughs> That's why Billie Eilish exists. There, yeah, if you play her music backwards, right backwards, it's all it is. It's like yeah, it's like Helter Skelter, but it's douche with a Coke bottle. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go check on this Bloody Mary myth real quick no! uh, in the bathroom. Yes, we're going to have to, uh, but first, let's take a break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Wow. All right. And guess what? We fucked Bloody Mary right up. Yeah. We killed her. She's done. You don't have to worry about her at home. Yeah. Don't worry. She's done. <laughs> and we got to the bottom of it. But she, can I yeah, say she, she just wanted to be understood. Beautiful. She was beautiful. Oh my gosh. She was gorgeous. She her looked like skin. Gwyneth Paltrow. She literally, yeah. She looked like one of those. What's that skin company where your face looks wet? Glossier. Glossier. She looked like Glossier. Yeah, she looked so glossy. She went to she Dr. Obagi. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had good work. Yes. You know what work. I mean? She had that good, good work. That like that J Lo work. Yes. Yes. She I had wanna, that work yeah. where you know that she sat her person down and was like here's 50 million dollars do whatever <laughs> i want the do demi more glow yes, up when I, I came want, back i need the demi the demi Mo- so guess this one time i met her and i called her <gasps> demi more and she said it's oh, demi fuck. and, oh, and okay. I, i've never been so you sorry, turned to obi-wan kenobi <laughs> you just turned to a pile of clothes I, that just yes. like <laughs> i i hit the ground <laughs> where did he go <laughs> i became a ghost like buddy mary <laughs> That's the reveal uh, of this episode. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into a little bit of politics. Um, oh, boy. Just because, you know, there were two stories that uh, that came out at the end of last week that were just so telling and indicative of the potential disaster that the leadership uh, of the Democratic Party is yes. guiding us towards. They're not all that surprising. Well, I guess first is a story about Nancy Lock'em-Up Pelosi. And there was an article in Politico that basically said, she got in a little bit of a back and forth with Jerry Nadler, who's the head of the House Judiciary Committee, who's been like begging her to be like, let me impeach this man now. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the article, it says, just we'll <laughs> just hear all this. OK, Nadler pressed Pelosi to allow his committee to launch an impeachment inquiry against Trump. The second such request he's made in recent weeks only to be rebuffed by the California Democrat and other senior leaders. Pelosi stood firm, reiterating that she isn't open to the idea of imp- impeaching Trump at this time. Quote, I don't want to see him impeached. I want to see him in prison. End quote, Pelosi said, according to multiple Democratic sources familiar with the meeting. Instead of impeachment, Pelosi still prefers to see Trump defeated at the ballot box and then prosecuted for his alleged crimes, according to the sources. Mm-hmm. Come the fuck on. Okay. You, you think you are going... I mean, it sounds good. It's the kind of thing that if you were impatient about impeachment... You heard, oh, shit, oh, because she wants to lock him up. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds, well, maybe that'll buy you yeah. a little more time. But again, I don't think, I don't believe that she has any interest of being like, 
I want to see, I want to put him in bar, behind bars. No, because there's no like plan behind it. I, this just like has, I feel like everything to do with like the way politicians are like branding themselves now, where like after Nancy Pelosi became an accidental meme lord, mm-hmm. now she's like trying to build her brand oh, with around her clap, this, this with her little clappy clap. Yeah. yeah. Like now, now she's just trying to build a whole brand around that. And it's like, unlike, you know, some people, it's like she, there's no plan. She's just saying it for, you know, for the clicks, baby. Right. Or, or even just, why don't you support an investigation? Right. Uh, but even then, uh, you know, there's some level that we've I've said that there's the reporting is that the calculus for Democrats is, well, we don't want to go hastily into impeachment and then have like just a fucking joke trial in the Senate where Mitch McConnell will be like, <laughs> yeah, my shit gills are getting in the way. Uh, and just fucking punt the thing, and then it's done. Right. And then they can rah-rah into 2020, like, they tried it, and this is why we have to rally around our president. Which is, I have to say, I do think that would happen. And I, I I'm, I'm, a, I'm of a different opinion of this than you guys. I actually am a Pelosi fan. I think that I, I, I find her to be very kind of calculated, and I, I worry about what happens if we go to impeach him despite him deserving it. The world just works in a way that I don't think is fair, obviously, right, as we've yeah. seen. So I'm nervous about shooting our shot and missing because I do think that all that they will do if, it, if we shoot our shot and miss, and how can you possibly trust the Senate right now to carry this through with what we've seen – um, that it then becomes a narrative of it's just political what they're trying to do. And I right. don't, with public support currently not being on the side of let's impeach him, it's I, like a little over 40%. Right. right. So uh, without a majority, I feel like, are we just allowing them that narrative? Right. You know what I mean? It, so I understand, but. I'm also of the opinion where it's like we impeach him and then even in best case scenario, he's fucking out of there. We have President Pence for the rest of the term. No fucking thank you. Worse. Yeah. I think either way. I want him out too. They have to show some kind of backbone against this because I I totally agree. Because I mean, on one hand, I do understand the strategy because, Mm -hmm. yeah, politics isn't a very straightforward thing. And so many people have all this kind of disinformation, misinformation coming at them that no one is actually operating from level ground in terms of just the general public looking at this. Right. Um, But there's a part of it, too, that is very demoralizing, I think, for groups that are marginalized and are facing the greatest of existential threats from this administration, Mm -hmm. that you need to show them something that Mm -hmm. is like we get that this is a threat to black and brown people yes. or queer people or whoever, then like this is very serious. And the the optics of it right now just feels like, oh, just not yet, not yet, not yet. And other, other people are like, we don't have, like, I don't, we can't just keep letting this shit rock right now. And right. I get yeah. to, because it could backfire. It totally could. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not totally ignorant of those risks, but I think there's a way to thread this needle a little bit better where you can do other things that will continue to drag out as much as possible the bad shit that's done. Because the thing that she has said is that the the arguments that she has are there's certain conditions that have to be met for the mm-hmm. impeachment to go off. It's that uh, public support, it needs strong public support and really strong does. bipartisan backing. Yes. Uh, the latter will not it fucking will never happen. happen. There's no way. It's the, And the thing that worries me, like sort of going off what you were saying, Matt, is like the the spin that is possible on this i mean even after watching the how the Mueller report was viewed publicly i feel like like the conservatives were able to spin that in their favor very easily because mm-hmm. unless you're willing to like 
or have the time to read every single deep dive and understand the nuances, which most people don't, and rightfully so. Like it was, it was easy to spin that, uh, which there was more concrete like discussion points for still to their favor. So I, I just, I'm like, how, how could this go better? I also think there's a culture around the word impeachment. And I also think there's a lot of remembrance of the last impeachment, which of course was right. Clinton. And I think what people remember about that and something that is something to think about and consider is the length of that process. Sure. The redirection of public thought and like focus to that process. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I genuinely think you have to let people hang themselves, and he continues to do that. I, it, it, it isn't working, mm-hmm. but I think that we are so far from where we were in 2016. I really think that the the midterms, which I give Pelosi a lot of credit for, um, will show that we are going to be really strong in 2020. I really hope if we get behind the right candidate, I'm personally all in for Elizabeth Warren, but the thing is like- I just I trust us to make this right. I but I don't. It, all he needs is a word. And if he says like they tried to impeach me, like the way he leaned on emails and it doesn't work, it's like all people need is one word. I'm just I don't know. I, it it makes me nervous to get into a situation where we shoot our shot and lose because the worst thing that can happen is we have four more years of him after 20, 2020. Oh, and then people are really in danger. I think yeah. when we look at the people though that are going to be swayed, right? There's a certain group of people who. No matter how impeachment goes, they're all in for Trump. Of course. And what's that like 33%? Yeah. And yeah. there's another group that's mostly like Democrats who might not be enthusiastic about impeachment, but if when when presented with a binary choice between Trump or fuck out of here, they're going to do the right thing. Yes. So I don't, you know, I think a lot of people think of like these swing voters who I don't know how they've quite identified them in their minds, who are mm-hmm. the people that are going to be completely put off by a failed impeachment. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, there has to be a way that, you know, just in terms of the way the, the government is set up, that this co-equal branch actually functions because this person is yeah. blatantly breaking the law. Yes, absolutely. And then it's it sets a fucking terrible precedent. But I totally agree with you. There, there is something to and I will read there was David Ferris who in the week wrote just sort of how he suspects what the strategy is for Pelosi because it's not she's she has come out and said, look, I'm not saying here I don't know what the fuck we're doing. She's like, my plan is just that it's not impeachment right now. Yes, that's and yeah. and I sure. But what is this like? What's going on? Can we we need to begin seeing some kind of movement here? Because yeah, it's true. The president can say something, but he says dumb shit all the time and the needle doesn't move it too doesn't. much. Yeah. Um but what he was saying in this piece uh, in the week was Rather than beginning impeachment proceedings tomorrow, Democrats should take the next year to continue investigating and litigating to obtain the documents and testimony they need. Then uh, they should summon the House from its regularly scheduled summer recess in 2020 to launch official impeachment hearings that would culminate during the Republican National Convention at the end of August 2020. Instead of proceeding to a vote after both sides have presented their cases, as would be customary in normal times, Speaker Pelosi could make up some smirking Mitch McConnell nonsense about how Democrats need to think about this for a really, really long time. Then, in the most devastating move possible, she would recall her caucus either the Friday or Monday before the November election to officially vote to impeach the president. Members can fly in and out of D.C. for the roll call uh, vote and be back in their districts by midday. Good night and good luck. President Trump will lose his mind. A sitting president has never blah, 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 blah. So that's sort of like the the soap opera version. Which I gag for. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And and I think is possible. Could be a little bit of wishful thinking. But, like, you know, she's... 
there are times when like she's talked about like George Bush's behavior, and I'm just kind of like, I don't know, like, yeah, where I... are you exactly, Nancy? Like, I don't. That's where I the words and their ideas on a general level. I'm like, I get the logic, but I'm not, the action hasn't quite added up to make me not very nervous. Uh, yeah, I I like I like her brand, and I just there's there's certain things that it's like I would like to see more plan. Uh, or yeah, more more thought put into. It. Sure. Well, let me give you another. If if that wasn't enough to shake your confidence in the leadership, <laughs> let's talk about Chuck Schumer. Okay, because whoo boy, there's a new book coming out from the Intercepts Ryan Grimm. And, you know, of course, every journalist in D.C. has a fucking book coming out. Yeah, why and they've not? all got a spooky title. Yeah. It's, it's the moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His book is like, I don't even, the title is so long. Scary, it's like so many. Scary Times It's like I think it's High. like the equivalent of like Precious based on the novel Push <laughs> by Sapphire, Sapphire or something yeah. like that. I think it's called, no, it's what it's called is We've Got People. From Jesse Jackson to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, The End of Big Money and the Rise of a Movement. Long title. Very long title. Uh, but the Fiona Apple album. <laughs> in his book, though, he talks very specifically about the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation process and how that was basically completely fucking bungled by the Democrats. Like behind closed doors, there was a lot happening that we did not know about. If true, fuck out of here. So first, the whole thing was people weren't sure what the testimony of Christine Blasey Ford would do for his confirmation. Um, and a lot of people are like, what's going on? Like, I know it's definitely of long shot because we're outnumbered in the Senate. And his sort of first thing was like, we have no power in this situation. We have no power. But if you remember in that one weekend uh, where a few activists pulled up to Jeff Flake, yep. started getting him a little bit shaky. Lisa Murkowski seemed like she could have been on the fence, too. Susan Collins was also another one. One of the most devastating things to watch was that yeah. Susan Collins speech. Ugh. It was just like watching a fucking embarrassment yeah like um, watching a dog die yeah and Locked again it, it seemed like oh shit there might be something here yeah. because like between her testimony and some other activists there was like wait there could there might be a fucking way then but this is what Grimm's reporting says uh that when democrats gathered on september 27th shortly after blasey ford's gripping testimony schumer advised his caucus to do nothing quote there was no way he said that kavanaugh could survive that meant that the smartest democratic move at this moment was to not get in the way do, don't do anything, he told Judiciary Committee members. That could screw this up and give Republicans some way to paint Kavanaugh as the victim. Stand down. I don't know. They, already, like that... they did that anyway. Yeah. I, I'm questioning the reporting of this because that doesn't feel like what happened. I feel like the Senate Judiciary Committee, like in terms of the Democrats, I feel like they, they did what they needed to do. They did, but I think I... there were outside groups, right, who were talking about coming after other Democrats who weren't coming, like, being aggressive enough uh -huh. and things like sure. that. So it was sort of just generally a note of, like, we just need to let this cook. Like, don't – we don't need to begin fully grandstanding about what we just saw. Like, let mm. the public take what they saw and let them – let the outrage build naturally or something. It was – I don't – I mean – Yeah. Yeah. People – like, I, I think that there's a lot of, like, lead by example shit to be said there. Like, I don't know. Letting it cook seems like a dangerous thing because otherwise the internet will just take over and 
That's but I also feel like, did they just let it cook? I mean, I they came for so. him pretty hard. And th- I mean, I, I, that was like, I, I loved Kamala in, in that. I even, I'm not a Cory Booker, I'm not a huge fan, but I thought he did a, uh, did well. I mean, like, I that was the first time I ever really kind of noticed Klobuchar. Like, I thought that they all kind of like, and maybe there was some grandstanding on the part of those people because they knew what they'd be doing in several months from that time. But the, sure. and, and so they were kind of like, you know, I'm going to make my own decision about what to do here. But it... It didn't seem to me like there was any reservation on the part of the Democrats on that committee. Like, it just didn't. No, not that there wasn't in the hearing. It was then Early outside on. of that, too, yeah. and just getting everyone to be like, if they wanted to throw the full force of the party to fuck this up, we would have noticed. Like, sure. it, there were definitely very vocal what people could have within been the done? party. I think in general, holding his feet to the fire a little bit more, talking about like what was going on with. Uh, like that testimony mm-hmm. and making more of a point out of like just his outburst the that immature, he had during it. Yeah. It was I'm just sort sure. of a lot of people were like, well, you know, it, he was emotional. We'll see what happens. Was, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly, it's hard to even like reflect on that period of media coverage and the way that the Senate reacted around mm-hmm. it because it was just so much. I can't yeah. picture anything more it was just it was it was so that's like i think what i'm what i'm rubbing on with this is it's like i felt like the outrage was at a fever pitch from everyone from from people from the from the public yeah i I guess i didn't hear much from schumer oh no yeah and it was a lot of people were like well that's not uh like i don't know if if that's how we want our supreme court just it's not like this guy is a potentially a fucking sex crim yeah the fuck are we talking about here it was just more like well, you know, it was a very diplomatic uh, talk around it. It wasn't like the kind of shit where it, they could have hammered it. And again, I don't know exactly like what that might have actually done because, mm-hmm. again, we were counting on three fucking losers to yeah. find their who, soul. Who you found out were never going yeah, to. Were right. Yeah, were spineless, just amoebas. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is. But the other thing that's really interesting, too, is that he also writes about you know, uh, Christine Blasey Ford first sent a letter to her congressperson, who mm-hmm. then gave it to Diane Feinstein. Yes, yes. and where people were like, "How long did you have that letter for?" Like, no, I, I remember, I remember about that it now. Yeah. So, in yeah. in his writing in, a, in in the New Yorker, they say that you know she that Feinstein wasn't too interested in the uh, letter because she said, "I think we can hit him more on legal problems than personal problems." That was. And then her, after this article was printed, her spokesperson came out and said they pushed back on that. They're like, that's not it. However, and then he also writes that a more cynical reading of this was that it could have been that she needed conservative votes in her election against Kevin DeLeon in November in the midterms. And she didn't want to be, you know, rah-rah, full charge against the conservative pick because she needed to strike that balance or she could have lost her Mm -hmm. Senate bid. I mean, there's yeah. no question that she's extremely out of touch. So at very least, it was like yeah. a very dated reading of how the public would react to something like that. But I mean, the the thing with De Leon, I mean, that makes that makes a lot of sense because there was so much. Uh, you got like forty four percent of the vote. Yeah, I mean, I I like voted for him, and once I learned what his platform was, yeah. like, and why wouldn't you? I mean, all you had to do was see. I mean, I mean. Diane Feinstein is like for a California Democrat, way too conservative. Right. Um, I mean, she and feels I think, like a product of like 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. Of yeah. uh, pre 9 11 world, <laughs> not post 9 11. Pre pre eyelash. Pre eyelash. Yeah, the crazy thing about Diane Feinstein is she's a Gen Xer. Right. 
<laughs> and so can we really trust her takes on anything? Yeah. <laughs> she was actually in Hackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was standing right beside Lillard the whole movie. This is insane. Diane Feinstein is Ginger Spice. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, one of those horrible clickbait Think articles. Think about it, yeah. This, and remember this Spice, Ginger Spice Girl became this is what, what she looks like now. <laughs> and I will click. Yeah, oh, 100%. Because I have a melted brain. Yeah. yeah uh, I, let's... Let's move on. Okay. Just something wow, a little bit what lighter. a what an, what a fucking un, it felt like we were underwater for a second. <laughs> I was like, wow, th- just going back to that period of time like as I just to put it like one more thing on the Feinstein sure. thing with that letter. I remember her being directly asked about that during the hearings. They turned yeah. to her and they're like, "How long did you have this letter?" And at that time I was kind of like, "Why are we talking about this?" Like there's this woman was assaulted. Like right. it doesn't matter how long she had it. But then it's like when you think about the politics of it all, it's just like, oh my god, this is so fucking exhausting. Right. Yeah. Or like that she could hang on to that, and then like the woman could be put through that is just like. Ugh. Well, the thing was, she was like, well, I did it out of respect to her, but clearly, no. Christine no. Blasey Ford wrote that because she's like, something has to she be was done about this. For help. I will yeah. do. I will it to speak be private. up. That yeah. Doesn't make any sense. That's why the re- that's why the logic that the Feinstein camp puts up doesn't quite add up. It doesn't hold water. And that's why you're like. And also, imagine if she did come out with it the second she got it. This there would have been a there would have been a lot more time for the story to to evolve a little bit to yeah. put pressure on him as a pick. Yeah. Like and so you know, but look, we live in a world of what ifs. You know, what if Billie Eilish was born before nine eleven? Yeah, she's in a sundress. And that's we live in. Thank you. We live in the society on Netflix now. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen that? No. What is it? Some show. Uh, people are just like it's like Lord of the Flies with. Frats or some oh. shit. Wait, what show? I watched the Always Society? Be My Maybe. Oh, no, I don't know. I just uh. watched Always Be My Maybe because I need to feel good. Yeah, Did yeah. Did you like it? I thought it was fun. Okay, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. It's fun. It's fun. It's, yeah. yeah, I love a rom-com. I mean, look, I love Keanu Reeves doing comedy. There, That's all you I need. I know. Well, yeah. if you want to see Keanu Reeves do comedy, baby, John Wick 3 is out now. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I have, I have a question. It is so good. I have a Zeitgang question because I've gotten a few people have tweeted this at me that I look like a ballerina who tears her toenail off in John Wick 3, and I want to know what her name is. Um, I have no idea what her name is, but Fair. that scene was um, gripping. <gasps> Someone help me figure out what this woman's name is. I want to figure out if it's- Zeitgang, nice get on it now. Mean get on it, Zeitgang. And compare the feet to Jamie's wiki feet page to make sure. <laughs> yes. And yes. don't be uploading that pickies. photo. Don't upload that photo to Jamie's wiki feet page because that'll fucking tank her score unless people <laughs> no. like nasty blown off toenail pics. There's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, right now, let me just check in really quick. What's your WikiFeed score? I'm still at five stars, beautiful. Oh, hell yeah. And some new new uploads to the page since I last checked. Beautiful. All right, what about Barbara Streisand? Hard left turn. What What about about her? her? Okay, so. You were like, can can we talk about this? Yes. (laughs) And I found the story, and I I mean, I love an older lady cloning her dogs. I just love it. They're uh, Babs. Uh, If you missed this, I'm pretty sure. Are y'all familiar? We're, like that? Yeah, we're really good friends. Okay. Uh, she, if you're not familiar with, I think she literally wrote a New York Times op-ed piece about why she cloned her dead dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she really just like peak older Caucasian woman. And she was really like, she was very upset when her dog, Samantha, died, Sammy. And so in- uh, Sammy Sweetheart. Who Sammy Sweetheart? Dear um, Sam, that night at bed we saw. Ron, yeah, yeah, as as we read between oh the waitresses every yeah. morning in prayer. Uh-huh. That's our that's our our father. That's our <laughs> is the note from Snooky. <laughs> wow. Uh, but she was she was so broken up. Uh, this is a, from a Jezebel piece. Uh, so broken up after the 2017 death of her beloved Sammy that she sent some of Sammy's cells in a, to a lab in Texas to make two more Sammies, and she posted to Instagram. 
uh, just yesterday a picture of three dogs, two who are Sammy's clones, one who is a cousin, which I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, my God. I think that's a B-grade clone. clone. But there's a, a gorgeous picture of of the two clone dogs on top of Sammy's grave, which has a photo of Sammy on it. <gasps> Paying their respects. The caption reads, the twins, Scarlet and Violet, honoring their mom with cousin Fanny in the center. And I just, I, I just think that this is a very sweet and wholesome thing. And when you're a bajillionaire, sure, clone yeah. your dead dog. Now, I understand. I would clone Sunny in a second. I would create an army of yeah. Sunnies. I've talked in the past about, like, uh, when I was lobbying, we had a client who had a clone dog who was at the really? forefront of dog cloning technology. How expensive and, is that? Well, my man's was doing it in the late 90s and oh has like, I th- I'm pretty sure his work in the dog cloning world had helped even Barbara Streisand type do this type of shit. Because I think for Barbara, it's like 50K a dog. That's less than Chump I would change. Yeah, yeah, that's truly. She'll be like, yeah, cook up like 40 of them. Yeah. yeah. Put them on They're ice. only 50K? Give me an army. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, wait, so for like 100K, can I get a bigger one? Yeah. Like do- double the size? Can, can you make it Can the dog be smarter than me? Yeah. <laughs> the first time and I- And use 100% of its brain. Check yeah. in. How much of your brain are you using? Oh, yeah. um, 56. Okay, wow. Wow. Yeah. I can It's crazy. It. Like and like a little bit before the, the Diane Feinstein thing, I was at 64. Wow. And then because I was underwater- that You need more crazy. oxygen. Yeah. yeah, I truly, like that, my head hurts a little from thinking about it too hard, which is why we have to talk about Barbara Streisand's dogs. <laughs> I The first thing I ever heard, uh, and I'm curious if Zykings also, I'm, I'm a big Errol Morris fan. I love his work. And uh, my first Errol Morris documentary was called uh, Tabloid, which is about a woman. It's a very bizarre story about a woman who may or may not have kidnapped a Mormon man and made him her sex prisoner in the 70s. And she, it's so good. And then they, and then flash forward like 30 years, she is like one of the first people to get her dog cloned. Oh, shit. And so it is a great documentary it's very funny and weird and i haven't seen it in a while but uh yeah like it seems just like old ladies with uh dispense like with expendable income can just sort of like get their dogs cloned yeah well it's and a flex you know i think it's a good flex. Yeah. i mean i think like okay You're so like i never have to grieve because i can just pop open another one it's crazy my dog it. is one right mm-hmm. my dog is he's a young man so i'm like <laughs> That gives me like if things go well and he doesn't get something horrible doesn't happen. Right, you got eight got, years. I've got a while to like, yeah. That's how much time I have to ne- make enough money to get him cloned when yeah. he dies. Yeah. Well, if you think about it like this, if you save a thousand dollars a month and you put it away in your clone fund, you'd I have. Th- I can't, can't even see a dentist, Miles. Where am I gonna get a thousand dollars? That's a lot of money. Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you talking about? I'm gonna start another Patreon. The like, money is in the Patreon. The oh, yeah. Sunny Memorial Fund this, <laughs> started in, now in advance. in advance. Please be part of my journey to get over his death uh, <laughs> and clone him. He's a disaster. I heard though with Biggest her clone Joe dogs, the the thing that she's really upset about is that they don't behave like the dog because you have the physical form of the clone, right. but. The, all the nurturing the and stuff are different. is different. Yeah. Didn't she, and, ever, she ever see Clone High? Like that's not how it works. <laughs> well, I don't think so. But I, I, apparently, a lot of uh, training goes into the dogs acting like the clone when really it could have just been nurtured. Like I, I don't think she did the work of like being near the dogs enough. No, she just wants a dead dog. Anyway, I have to reveal something. Yes, yes. I may, hmm? I may know the person who. Trains her dogs. Matt, how? Oh my god! I, I friend, know friend of a friend. I I know someone who has the same dog trainer. 
Yeah. Which is where I, where I heard this. Yes. And what is going I on? I have seen I have seen and not, I haven't seen much, but I've seen a photo of those dogs together. And mm-hmm. when you picked up that video, I was like, "Oh my god, I've seen those dogs!" Like, and I know that I know that um, they live a lavish life. Mm-hmm. Doesn't she have like a little like mini McDonald's and shit in her basement? Does she? she has a shopping mall. Shopping mall. In her yes. Basement. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Do you, Babs? All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Yeah. We'll be right back. And we're back. Now, we oh. have a story that you are so excited. Everyone Man, is psychoelectric. So the second you were, I was like, oh, we get to talk about the list. Yes. I'm so excited. Okay. So, this is the most insane thing. What was the publication that did this? It was Jezebel. Jezebel. Uh, Jezebel. The, you know, which, you know, every other story in Jezebel, you're like, come on. But this is, this, I think, as a former clickbait writer myself, mm-hmm. this is a masterwork of clickbait. Of clickbait. Jezebel published yesterday, one of their culture editors, uh, Clover Hope, published uh, a piece called Actors Who Are Bad at Acting. It is a masterwork of clickbait because she offers in this list no explanation for why. Just a list. list. She just wow. without, presented without comment. So this, if this was Twitter, you'd be like, just ratio this shit, fam. This is it's, both the most insane and genius thing anyone's ever done because, like you said, so it is smart. a masterwork of click of clickbait. Yeah. But it's also nothing. It is nothing. I have to hand it to her. Like I just, it's people, it's alchemy. People on Twitter were like, "I can't believe they're doing this for clicks." I'm like, honestly, you're That's talking it about it. She got you. Anna, yeah. she honestly, got you. Clover Hope is now unfortunately a household name. It's I know. like yep. <laughs> writers who aren't good at writing. I'd like <laughs> <laughs> not for nothing, but it, she fucking wrote a list. Yeah. she made no, a list. I know. Look, she, made a, she leads. Hey man, in. that's my girlfriend. Man. She, <laughs> The, the identity of her majesty. Her majesty no, I, I, I stand by home. saying that because if she if she can fucking put that out there, she can deal with me saying it about she, it. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I mean, have read none of her work, which means I've done as much research as she did in her piece. There you go. The the list is all over the place, and I, which I don't know how intentionally that was done. There's some of her takes, if you can call it that, that I'm like, yeah, sure. Others made people very upset. So I'll just go through the list. And should we say whether they're good or yeah, not? Yeah, I think we should just, I yeah. think the triumvirate here should. We're going to weigh in, and it's going to be a two out of three. It's like, yeah. you know, for yeah. everyone, and definitively. It's, and it's like, Clover Hope, you know what? We'll just say it now. You win. We're talking about your dumbass 100% story. 100%. And it, look, I if, respect if there it. needs to be debate, we can have a small moment for debate because I haven't, I'm not familiar with everyone's entire body of work. So there could be a sleeper movie where they did have a good performance. But I guess. There's if, some I'm on the fence about. I'm okay. confident saying I know everyone's of. Okay, on great. This list. Brie Larson off the rip. So, okay, so let's get started. Brie Larson. She's a good actress. I think she's good. I don't know enough. What was she, she? Well, two I didn't three. see Captain Marvel. Uh, here's my take on Brie Larson. But I don't. Great actress, not a star. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which I think that's not, what it she's is. Great. I'm just not familiar with her work enough. Okay, I like that. She's an Oscar winner. For Jennifer Marvel. Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. She's yeah. a great actress. I think she's fine. I think she's fine. I don't think she's bad. Michael B. Jordan. It would be insane to say Jennifer Lawrence is not a good actress. Michael B. Jordan, I actually don't love as much as everyone else. Michael I think B. he's. I think he's. I think he's he talented. Act, I don't know if you. I, I can't say he's a uh, a bad actor by I'm any so, means. I'm so so on him. I, he was a maybe for me. I wow. think star, not necessarily the best actor, but a star. Yeah. But a star. Oh, that makes sense. got you. So, so his star in, power in, outweighs Bray. his acting power. For me. For me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Nick Cage. Nope. I, I think that's. I think he's good. He's not good. He is fun to watch. He's not a good actor. But I think he's that good. is part of being a good actor. And yeah. also that means star, but maybe not good actor. But, uh, he, but then how he, would he, he, how, what would you say of Keanu Reeves then? 
I would say star. I would say, yeah. I mean, I don't think <laughs> right. anyone's making the argument that Keanu Reeves is actually a really good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just saying he's he's a presence. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm I'm a Nick Cage is not a good actor, but I can't say that it's not fun to watch. So I'm that, willing what do to we go along that? with you. Nick Cage is not good. That's oh, like, would you trust him like to play like a a, a part that like was a character you really love? I Probably would never. Not. Yeah. I would never cast him for anything. <laughs> no. What would you? I would cast him as like washed up actor who like wasted his money i think it depends That's yeah just it depends him. on like the serious role he's in of whether he will ashamed coppola yeah. family member i think i change his name i think i'd cast him as nick cage yeah, yeah. exactly i'd yeah, love for him to play like himself people do, like how yes. john claude van damme you know just became jcvd bury that you know what i mean okay go. uh john, john travolta. travolta um i would be willing to say he's bad but i, I think yeah i, I think whole... i think star for sure. Yes. And I think talented performer. Yes. Performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is dance, a famously you know I mean? different yeah. from being an actor as being a performer. Yep. Right. So I think it sounds like he's not a good actor, what we're saying. Because we're <laughs> well, giving people compliments. We're doing the thing. We're like, well, not that, but this. Luke's just say full throat. Hey, as an actor, we're going uh, straight up off the acting. Sorry, my man. I'll give it to Clover yeah. Hope on this one. Yeah. I'll okay. Kristen Stewart. Mm. Um, it depends. I think... Um, Good film actress when you need something done that's very internal. I just feel like any. <laughs> wow. So generous and specific. I just feel You can't like... tell her performance outwardly. Not a performer at all, <laughs> right. but an no. actress. Oh. I would say. I think she's probably a good actress, but even when she's doing a great job, I'm still like not wanting to really watch her. Okay. Never but... my first choice. Yeah. yeah. But I think she's good. Yeah. Okay. So she's not a bad actor. No. Okay. What no. about Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, I, I love know. Daniel Radcliffe. I think, I think he's a good actor. I think he's, I feel like no matter what, he's like done more, like he's done so many more interesting things than he ever would have needed to in his entire life. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to give it to him. And say I'm going to give it to him. I've only seen one Harry Potter movie, uh, but I saw Swiss Army Man where he is a farting he's corpse. That. that was tight. Yeah. And yeah. also uh, he was, I was already about to say that. And he's also amazing in extras. Uh, oh, his yeah, comedic yeah, yeah. chops in that. The timing was right when he was hitting on uh, Homegirl. Um, 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 wait. What's the movie again? Helen Mirren, right? Helen Mirren. There, I mean, I like. No, who is he? No. Was it? Who what, is he? Say the movie again. Extras. Extras. It's Extras. a Ricky Gervais oh. comedy. Yes, 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 oh. yes, yes. And he kept being like, you know, I can smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Um, Everyone that gets on Helen that Mirren? show was good. Kate Winslet was fucking amazing in that show. Well, either way, I think that Harry Potter uh, getting a second life as a character actor is really great and cool. And I, I like think it. he's good. And uh, Miracle Workers is good. Miracle Workers was really good. Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler. Mm, uh, mm. I feel like everyone's going to say Punch Drunk Love, and I just am not willing to. I, I don't know. I think he can be good, but, he's, but the harm outweighs the good. I'm willing to call him bad. I would say good because... We can't forget that you know it's he's iconic. Like he you can say iconic. say what you want about him, but the thing is, like he is fucking iconic, and that is. But also, again, that's performance and being a star. I don't know. Give him give him Shakespeare. I don't know. But also, how are we defining being a quote unquote good actor? <laughs> See, this is what this is why the list this fucks your head so bad. This is why Clover is killing us slowly. <laughs> Clover, like Clover Hope, Hope culture. God. I'm gonna Clover say Hope. I'm gonna say good actor. There you go. I'm gonna say good actor. All right. I think win. just based off you know I. Punch Drunk Love, I was very surprised when that came out. I was like, what the fuck is oh, this? Yeah, bizarre. Also, like you know what? Psycho Spanglish. I know. Yeah. Spanglish is, is fucked up in so many ways, but I think that Adam yeah. Sandler turns in a solid performance. Turns in a solid performance. What about Gwyneth Paltrow? Uh, this offends me that she's on the list. Ooh. Wow. I'm offended. 
because I actually believe that her performance in Shakespeare in Love is phenomenal and that she deserved the Oscar over Kate Blanchett. I think she ah. is it's so hard to be that much of a like superstar like romantic lead like doing what she did like I, I, she was so believable. I think Shakespeare in Love is one of the greats. Yeah. And I think Gwyneth is I say she is a great actor because she has a lot of people believing in pseudoscience. There. <laughs> so based off of that, you you on the list, also, Ma. Also, you have to always give Gwyneth props for her fun turn on Glee. Yes. That's you have cool. to give her credit for her fun turn on Glee. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, fine. She's good. <laughs> wow. She's good. Flipped I forgot it. about this. All right. This one I think is just straight up Vin Diesel. Good. No. No. Come on. No. No. I'm unwilling to discuss this further. Vin does. Okay. I can't even. That should. That's like not even. It's like what? That's who, stupid to even have that on. That's stupid, there. Clover. Oh. Yeah. Come on, Clover. You fucked up Clover on that. Chloe Grace Moretz. Hater. I don't hate her, but I don't think she's a good actress. Um, I think that she is um too like spunky for me. Ugh, she just makes me feel. But icky. acting, yeah. stay focused. See, this is where the list of a lot of y'all fucked up. Acting, good or no? I always, Bad. I always Bad. see her acting. I right. always you see can tell acting. she's acting. Yes, I, I don't know, you. but she's also young, and I like her. Emma just, Watson, bad. Ugh, sorry, wow. bad. I've only seen one Harry Potter movie, so I can't even really tell you. I really, I, I, I'm unwilling to talk shit about Emma Watson because I thought in the Bling Ring she turned into fun performance. Okay, that was fun. Uh, That's a push. Uh, but and also Hermione. Wait, she, well, hold she's on. She's the spirit of Hermione. Jamie, why, why, Jamie, why do you think? It's a no for you. With the exception dog. of the bling ring, I've been so super, super underwhelmed with any other performance she's ever done that isn't Hermione. I feel like the casting director for Harry Potter was amazing. Killed it, yep. And truly. you never know with child stars. I feel like, you know, whatever she's, but like dog shit in Beauty and the Beast, What whatever that like corny, what was that teen Cursed movie? being a wallflower. It wasn't good in that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm... As of right now, I feel like maybe she'll change my mind someday once she gets over like the blockbusters. Mm. She needs a good director, but yeah. Yes. Okay, Anthony Mackie. I think Anthony Mackie's a great actor. I like him. Yeah, I think he's I a like good Anthony actor. Mackie. He's it's a, this is just like didn't like him one. as Tupac. I'm offended that yeah. she's picking on Anthony Mackie. Like that feels like a punch down. It's I mean, did a, she yeah. see Eight Mile? Well, he was Papa Doc. There, I... Anthony Mackie's good. Also, Anthony you Mackie can never forget him in the Hurt Locker. Yeah, he he's not, stunning in that. He's like not as a, like quite as a list as everyone else on this list. So it's it a weird that's why it feels like a punch cool. down to me. It's like, what are you doing? I think I'm, I'm like, what's he trying America, to do, Clover? Right? Yeah, no, he, I, he is going to be the new Captain America. He's good. I like, yeah. Oh, he is. He, he was yeah. handed the torch hey, at the end up. of the movie by I, by old Chris Evans. Spoiler Chris alert. Evans. Oh, whoops. I don't even by know. old hot daddy Chris Evans, who who could still absolutely break my arm. What about Jessica Alba? That's a no for me, dog. I I feel like she. I love her. I love her. I think she was never given enough of a chance to do a good job and stuff because she was made such a sex Objectified. Symbol. She was never given a good off part. Off the rip. Jessica off Alba hands. is primarily an entrepreneur. Yeah. That's true. And that's what we love about her. Exactly. <laughs> Who you can sometimes Very catch her on Tahunga in Studio City. Yes. Right across the street from Cafe Aroma. The next one uh, is what people have gotten the most upset about is Amy Adams. This is ridiculous. This is stupid. All right, just this move on. Why? That's bullshit, It's Clover. insane She's, to say that. That's and, a lot. And Clover should go to prison. She's never turned in a bad performance. She is ever. one of our best. Ugh, she she's is. haunting, you yeah. know? Uh, Army Hammer. I think um, 
I think he's good Star. at doing that Here's one thing. thing. Yeah, so good at being white, tall, and handsome. I, d- mm-hmm. I don't think that he's a good actor. I think he's very well cast in a lot of movies. Absolutely. There, I think one of the oh, let me find it. One of the one of my favorite um, entertainment reporting pieces of ever mm-hmm. was about him. It's called Ten Long Years of Trying to Make Army Hammer Happen." Mm-hmm. It came out during his "Call Me by Your Name" Oscars buzz. It's by Anne Helen Peterson. It was on BuzzFeed. If you want a deep dive as to why Army Hammer is not a good actor, but is in fact well cast, yeah, it's five thousand. He's got a good, really good. He does his thing well. Yeah, but he's I, also a very nice person. He, so, I've met him too. Yeah, he's really nice. I, yeah, I was very surprised at how cordial, polite, and like just considerate of a human being he was. Just well, she's media trained. Nice. Yeah, and I was yeah. making him <laughs> extremely. Ten I did a video years. with like Vanity Fair with him where I made him like respond to other talking cars and he had a for a dumb internet video he was very gracious and then told a bunch of stories that his publicist didn't want in the video i'm sure that yeah. I'm he likes sure, to party i'm sure that he's a lovely person i don't think he's necessarily a good actor okay mark Wahlberg. Him, i hate him he can only do one thing well and that's like what the fuck bro i don't yeah. i i no longer like the boogie nights defense of mark Wahlberg. Also, i don't think what there's a is defense. the boogie yeah. nights defense it's well, he's talking mark about Wahlberg. being well cast well i like, would say yeah. i would say the same thing for adam sandler is like maybe this is just a paul thomas anderson like making a good choice thing mm. i think that Adam Sandler makes choices in his acting, whereas Mark yeah. Wahlberg is always just the doing this. Guy. And also, like, y- you got you guys no. Also, his yeah. cryo chamber nine a.m. like three a.m. workout. And I'm, I, I can't. Gives me anxiety. Also, um, he's like f- fully a Republican. You guys. He's horrible. Kevin he's Costner. I don't know if I have a strong enough opinion on him either way. This is such another bizarre one to have yeah. on the list. Like what? It's, like, I think she's just trying to take a shot at somebody who was a star for like older women. You know, like in yeah. the early nineties, right. I was like Kevin. I will say this. You know what movie holds up? Um, Waterworld. Bo- Bodyguard. Oh. Ooh. I, I watched The Bodyguard recently. Time. It will make you cry at the end. And Whitney is such a star. Yeah. She's great. I wish, see, I would take Kevin Klein over Kevin Costner, but that has yes. no bearing on the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin Klein, he's a performer, though. Kevin I Klein is a Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. actor down. Bradley Cooper. I, uh, he's definitely a star. I think he's a good actor. I think Bradley Cooper's a great actor. I think he's a good. I mean, he did the Elephant Man on Broadway, y'all. Yeah, like, mm. like I, I think that yeah, like I, I understand. There's like the sometimes people are just like he's hot, so he can't be a great actor. But unfortunately, that's not true. The scene in Star is Born when he is apologizing yeah. to her. There, that is good acting. Also, and I, smashed, I thought he should have won that. When Oscar. he started those pills up that he smashed with his boot, that resonated with yeah. me as somebody who used to do a lot of pills. And yes. he makes choices too. Like the everything in A Star Is Born is a fucking choice. It's a choice. I it's, really respect. Although him. the one like thing him. we did say when it came out, that character could have been played by anybody though. I don't think but Brad. Not that I don't way. know. I don't not know. That not way. that way. But I think the Jackson main character, the film could have Jackson been main. the same thing uh-huh. with other people doing that character. Because for me, at least, I thought the. The real performance that was moving to me was Lady Gaga. I would agree. So. I agree that she outperforms him, but I still think that he. I mean, like he he made choices that Bradley Cooper would not. Of have course, had to make. of course. I'm merely saying that that character could be interchanged, and you you could still maintain a really good piece. Not to say that <laughs> well, movie be better or worse, but it's not like if you took Lady Gaga out mm-hmm. of it. Then I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you got. Not worth it's, it. Yeah. It's it's this discussion of which I always think when the Oscars roll around, I always think, well, I think the person that wins the Oscar should be the role that no one else could have done it as well. Right. And that is why I was I thought Bradley Cooper was incredible, but with Gaga, I was really in love with that performance because I don't think that we could have had someone else do that like her in right. terms of. Um, believability in becoming a huge star like that, yeah. the type of pop star that she became, the sort of like 
groundedness of where she came from becoming who she was, I think the script gave him more opportunities to be more dynamic and give a better performance. Yeah. But she was singular in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which why I stood by the Oscar um, nomination. And let's okay. move on to one of the great Asian American actresses, Scarlett Johansson. There. <laughs> I think Scarlett Johansson is an amazing actress. Ooh. I think, yeah. That's What's a your hot favorite take, performance of hers? Um, I would say Don John. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is my favorite Takes. performance of hers. Wow. Yeah. And I also think that whenever I run into a gay and they haven't seen Endgame, I'm like, you have to see Endgame for Scarlett Johansson growing out her hair, like drinking and eating sandwiches her and fucking... having eyes her eyes welled up with tears the entire like middle section of her the movie. Her dystopia ombre is yes. wild. Dystopia yeah. ombre <laughs> should be the title like, of this episode. Dystopia ombre. <laughs> uh, Ashton Kutcher. Oh, bad. <sighs> bad. But you, but you have to see. But if you haven't seen uh, Ashton Kutcher's career ruining performance as Steve Jobs, I really oh, recommend right. you see. It's one of my favorite bad movies. Chris Evans. Yeah. I love Chris Evans. I, I love think him. he's good. I, I think, think he's, he's fine. I think he also never tries to do something that he can't do. Ansel yeah. Elgort. I uh, not I, convinced. I I don't think I have he's no a opinion on this. I just I don't like him as a person, and that's like he just seems like an asshole. Gal Gadot. That... No, she can't. Nope. Act. She she's can't. Act. But she's a superstar. Yeah, yeah, she's a star. Can't act. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Um, I she think Angelina Jolie Oscar. is a good actress. She yeah. has she's, an Oscar. She's yeah. blowing this. And up. I think that people. Yeah, so does Three Six Mafia. Yeah. That's true. The but children for have acting. forgotten. Girl interrupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which the is children like, have forgotten, which is well acted across the board. Brittany is, Murphy is amazing in mm-hmm. that movie. Sienna Miller. How do we feel about Sienna Miller? You know, it's so funny. I can't even speak to Sienna Miller because I constantly confuse her with Naomi Watts. So right. I have no idea. Well, I can I tell you too. right now that I believe they're both good actresses. Great. Which okay. one was in Twenty One Grams? That was Naomi. Damn. <laughs> See? They're interesting. There I am. That's why I'm here. Yeah, thank They're you. They're also like 15 years apart in age, but I cannot tell them apart. It's yeah. just it's... do you, Sienna? Yeah. Uh, okay. Finally, I just want to touch on very quickly. So Clover, uh, you got us. You got us. You got us. That was 20 Hats minutes. Wait, was that the whole list? That was That's the whole, whole list. list. Fascinating yeah. the hodgepodge that she put on that list. This yeah. is insane. Clover Hope. It <laughs> Clover, will you write a follow up about it? About just like what? what I need what that psychology. Mine? Now yeah. I'm hooked on these listicles, Clover. I need that I, Clover dope. I need Truly more. Insane. Yeah. I'm um, gonna follow her right now. Okay. Finally, just want to touch very quickly on Nicole Curran, who is the wife of Golden State owner, Golden State Warriors owner Joe Lacob or Lacob mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck you say his name. Mm-hmm. Now. If you don't know, she was the woman who made the fucking mistake of leaning cross Beyonce to talk to Mm Jay-Z. And what she describes is merely getting his drink order. Mm -hmm. But based on Beyonce's face and the frequency of which she was talking, I don't know. She was definitely being a little chatty Cathy. And Beyonce was not feeling it. And her reaction set off the motherfucking beehive to the point where her Instagram comments were inundated with bee emojis. You know how they get down. Yes. Um, (laughs) And then she said that she got death threats. Yeah. Now, and then on Friday, or or Thursday night, possibly, Beyonce's publicist had to basically tell the Hive to stand the fuck down. She said, The On The Run 2 tour was a place of joy, unimaginable entertainment from two of the best performers in the world, and a place of love. Every single day on that tour, I saw love. Which is why I also want to speak here to the beautiful Beehive. I know your love runs deep, but that love has to be given to every human. It will bring no joy to the person you love so much if you spew hate in her name. We love you. In her name. Oh, my God. The godlike that's invitation. God, that's yeah. she, you've been, Well, this is what in happens. That's how you know you have reached deity levels because people would begin killing in your name. Yeah. It is insane that this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
This Everything is the, about it is psychotic. The fact that Beyonce can sit in a chair, unknowingly be filmed, just having a human reaction, yes, and literally what the woman was trying to do was provide a good experience for them. Like, and she had like a human moment of annoyance, and the woman yeah. got her life threatened. It is comedy. It is tragedy. Mm-hmm. It is Shakespeare. It is history. Wow. It is history. It is, it is history. now history. It is, and it just shows genre. you like where, like the fucking evolutions of fandoms. You know where, like we have ones now that are so fucking ready, like well, based yeah. off a look of displeasure from mm-hmm. their it's... their their overlord. People need to get a life. Yeah, it is re- really crazy. Yeah, this is the kind of story where I just look at it and I'm tired. Yeah, I'm just. Tired. But it's so funny. The gif is. so so funny because her face if i was beehive i would have been like you know what nicole Kern, you're getting it can you imagine if beyonce could harness that into her actual acting oh like (laughs) like the fact that she's capable of that sort of like amount of doing nothing but doing everything it's like oh my god if only she could do that on purpose what if she brought that to austin powers (laughs) three oh God. Her God. best performance for me. Oh, yes, gold member. I mean, nothing like it. Oh man, well, actually, no, have that's you watched a lie. that recently? There, I no. watched oh. it again, and I was like, is it, is it not hold up? Uh, no, there's no, no Austin Wait a Powers second, film Austin holds Powers up. Powers movie. There, yeah. I mean, there's a fuck you and fuck me. Oh and my I'm like, God! Yeah, you get the fuck out of here. Jesus. Starring Carrie Ann and Abba. Yeah. Oh, great choreographer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, where was that performance in Obsessed? Honestly, yes, oh, I forgot about obsessed. Also, the fact the fact that they chose the, a name for her son that she can't say correctly, <laughs> like cow, right. like you, this woman wouldn't name her son, son something. <laughs> Kyle well, is the is the child's name. Like, just put some. Also, like I don't know, the whole movie's insane. You could tell that they didn't change the script at all to fit like who they had cast. Right? Like, They're like, no, that's what the script says. Yeah, rock it like that. Well, uh, prepare your mentions for coming at Beyonce like that, Matt. Well, no, I come on, please. I've I've seen Beyonce <laughs> three times in concert since the beginning. Like I saw I, every on the run tour. You can't find a bigger Beyonce fan than me. I, but we know where her strengths lie, uh, and yes. I will also say she turned out a great performance in Dreamgirls. I loved her in Dreamgirls. Yeah. man, and she's amazing in Cadillac Records. There you go. I appreciate when like a superstar uh, is aware of their limitations. I Absolutely. think Ariana Grande is another good example of that. She stopped acting because yeah. it wasn't her strength. I also think there it's not a mistake that Beyonce didn't do A Star Is Born. Like no, that wasn't mm. what should have happened. No, 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 like, no, no. Beyonce, can you imagine Beyonce and Bradley Cooper having chemistry? No, I cannot. No, no. no. Or I think wasn't Shit, it for no, a hot man. second going to be Beyonce and Leo? Really? Yes, I, they are. They had like I, talked with Leo about it. I feel that nah. while I feel Clint that Eastwood than... was going to direct it years ago, and then yeah. Clint passed it off to Bradley, and Bradley was going to do it all himself. Famously. Well, thank God that Clint Eastwood didn't yeah. end up directing that. that well, really thank God. Sa- and thank God Matt blessed the zeitgeist today. This was on. so fun. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Uh, Matt, where can people find you, listen to you, follow you, do you uh, donate to you, your <laughs> upcoming clone fund? My Venmo is Matthew-Rogers-1. Boom. Yes, I did get the first Matthew Rogers, wow. even though there are millions of us. Also, I have one with a dash one, too. I'm like, why do I need the one? Why can't I just be it? I'm yeah. just Jamie Let me be it. Um, But you can listen to my podcast, Lost Culturistas. Hey. I co-host that with Bo and Yang. Hey. Um, and you can follow me at Matt Rogers, though, at Matt Rogers, T-H-O, on Instagram and Twitter. And I welcome you there. And is there a tweet that you like? Oh, okay. Yes. I love this prompt. So I actually am going to just shout out my friend, um, who I think has the best Twitter 
out there and is a comic genius, and that's Pat Regan. <gasps> and here, I want to read a couple of his tweets. Sure. Here's one. When I swipe at the subway turnstile and it says, please swipe again, I'm like, okay, fine. But when it says, please swipe again at this turnstile, I'm like, okay, now you're being colon, controlling, insecure, manipulative, codependent. (laughs) Then I love this other tweet. Just told perky 23-year-old who does musical theater that I'm 30, and she said, quote, that's amazing. (laughs) And one more. um, The most terror-inducing six words in the English language are, quote, just send me what you have, end quote. (laughs) He's one of the funniest people in America and my sister. Mm. And you should follow him. Yeah. Uh, well, listen Jenny. to Las Cotrices first and then yeah, find Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay? Jamais. Cat and Pat get enough press. <laughs> what about you? Where can people find you, follow you, support you? Uh, you can find the me. The Sunny Clone Fund. Yeah, please donate to the Sunny Clone Fund. I want to really get ahead of it by at least a decade. Uh, <laughs> I'm at Jamie Loftus Help on Twitter. At, help, I love. <laughs> at Jamie Cry Superstar on Instagram. Mm. Uh, I don't have brand unity, and that's very brave of me. <laughs> uh, listen to Bechdel cast. I plugged I plugged Edinburgh French last week, and today I'm going to say I'm going to be in New York City for exactly one night because I fucked up my schedule. Oh. Uh, so uh, if you want to come to Ask Cat 3000 on uh, June 16th, I'll be doing the monologue there. And I might also be in New York just by I chance know. too. You should just, wait, wait, just when? When? June 16th. June 16th. Oh, I'll still be here. No, I'm going back to New York on June 20th. Oh my god. Yeah. There- Can you move your show? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that UCB is like really willing to move. Really, yeah, their and pay you too, show. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they'll do it in the morning if if, if that works works for you. Yeah, you can I'm do like right actually... after a, a level 201 graduation <laughs> class show. Can I say one thing that I actually just realized? I'm, yeah. I'll be able to announce. Yes. That Las Colteras is going on a second leg of our tour, yes. and that we're going to be in Atlanta, Chicago, uh, Denver, and get this bitch, Orlando, Florida. Oh Orlando. my god! So are you going? It's going to be late August. Are you going I'm, to Toy Story Land? We're going to do it all. Oh, oh my gosh. And it's I'm so, so we're excited. so excited. So by the time this comes out, which will be when? Monday. All right. I think it'll be time. So, hey. so and if, oh. if it's not, I'll, I'll tell you guys to cut that out. But yeah. cool. I'm, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay. I don't think so, Honey Live. It's we get 50. You've done it. Yes. We get 50 comedians to get on stage and they rant about something in pop culture that they hate for one minute each. It was, it's, and it's really fun. At the same it's time? It's the most fun show in the world. One after another. Oh, that'd yeah. be great. It's 100% brain. It's a very 100% anger. brain capacity kind of show. Yeah. You, you, it's 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 an inundation. Yes. And just for those listeners, you don't have to check your app this this episode was not playing at one and a half times speed. There. We are just fucked up <laughs> off this cold. Break. I'm now using 98% of my brain. Yep. Mm-hmm. And your headphones are actually floating around your head like a ring of Saturn. Yeah, and my eyes are like milk white. <laughs> like I'm now like You're and, th- and that's because that's because my brain told it to be that. Yeah. <laughs> also worth worth mentioning uh Matt Rogers is on the Bechtel cast. Yeah. Uh, coming up this week. Hey. We there talked about Love Simon. We're talking about Love Simon. Yeah. Um, you can find me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. A tweet that I like is from Marcella Arguello. It said, I've gotten DMs snitching on chicks who are completely jacking my whole persona, vibe, etc. And I'd be mad. But if these whack bitches know they're whack, then I'd rather they copy me than a fucking Kardashian or some other lame ass bitch. I'll always be me. They'll figure themselves out. Damn. Long. Wisdom. I love Marcella Wisdom. So we much. love that. We love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, you can find us at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on 
on was that Instagram. We got uh, what have we got? The Facebook fan pages if you're on there. Uh, and look, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the you know app and whether you listen to them. Fuck it up. You know what I mean? Do your thing. Uh, we also have a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, yeah, where we post uh, that and the song we write out on. What's the song we're going to write out on? Miles, what's the song we're going to write out on? Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, okay, so this is a track from The Frighteners, uh, and it's a dub version of their track, Which Way? Because we just let's just start off on some dub music, you know, some deep bass, and get your mind going. Because my brain is on fucking 100,000% now return to your discussions about what you thought of the season premiere of Big Little Lies. Exactly. Now return to your discussion, water cooler chat engaged. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow because it's a daily show. See ya. Bye. Bye. You don't know.